Vikings versus Seahawks. Monday night as it is. It's good morning, Gallahorn in the Raw. Tonight I have my co-hosts, Drew Bunting and Ted Glover. Ted Glover is up way at night. He's over on the East Coast in Florida somewhere, enjoying his beer and not enjoying the game, at least the results. But first, let's start off with Drew. How are you doing tonight, Drew? Nobody cares how I'm doing. Oh, sure, we do. <laughs> let's just get to the Vikings. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, uh, yeah. Ted, how you, where are you, Ted? Is it some kind of government facility? <laughs> no, it's actually a fairly nice Hilton here, here in Orlando. Down here for work. Uh, got a... Got a conference I got to attend, so flew down today, uh, went out to dinner, grabbed a couple of $6 beers what from the for bar. Dinner? What was for dinner? What was for dinner? Uh, steak, actually. Went to, went to a nice place, had a, had a decent steak. It's pretty good. Dude, you're out on the road. You still take time to be with us on this show? You are a gamer, dude. Thank you. You know, I I, uh, I show up for road for the road games. I'm like, <laughs> sort of like... <laughs> but oh. Oh. for the road, much like the Ohio State Buckeyes. You know, it, 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 it's tough. You watch it. When it got to the 34-17 stage, you're thinking, I mean, how, what do you think of at the end? At least we came back. I'm, I'm not into this moral victory shit, dude. But, but yeah. I mean, instead of 34-17, it didn't go to 50-17 to like the Wolverines. I mean, <laughs> the, am I supposed to say think they fought back and they got close? And, you know, part of me wants to say that. I don't want to sound like the total downer Drew, you know, but – you know, guys, we can't. We don't win enough of these games. We lose a lot of them, and it just gets disheartening over a certain period of time. I don't know. It does. Yeah, it's it's aggravating. You we should lose a lot more than win. You know. You know the thing is, they had they had the game in control. I mean, they had the you know the the one thing the Vikings really just kind of frustrate me with or had been frustrating me with is they would, they would get a score. They had that huge uh, Anthony Harris pick six. And then the very next drive, the defense let the Vikings or the, the Vikings defense let Seattle go right down the field. Now they stopped them and held them to a field goal. And it, it kind of felt like the Vikings offense was going to just, <laughs> I don't know a better word, but just screw it up and, and not, points and they somehow through not getting out of their own way or whatever they managed to get a field goal from Dan Bailey and they sort of got that that seven point gap back and and so you go in the locker room 17-10 and you think man you're getting the ball to start the second half and a good drive could really change the momentum even three put points us up there. by 
two scores. Yeah. Yeah. And they go three and out, and then the and then the Seahawks just kind of started steamrolling through the third quarter. And you're like, All right. why why do I cheer for this team? This you know, the, you know, like to be a Michigan. Yeah, fan. but then they start to come back in the fourth quarter. The Vikings, the and, Vikings certainly made some mistakes. Uh, and they self-imploded in a lot of areas, but we're all used to that. But I'm going to tell you right now, the run defense cost us that game. By far. It did 100. percent Yeah, which was six. all in the run defense because the, the few drives we did stall out their defense, they couldn't do anything. They were inaccurate passes. They were, but all night it was eight yards, ten yards, seven yards. Last year they rushed for 214 yards as a team and beat us. This year it was 220. Yeah, and they were ranked sixth in the league in rush defense, and it didn't, it didn't materialize know, tonight. I don't know if it's a thing with Seattle of the way they, the way they run their offense, but that's two years in a row over 200 yards per game rushing. So I don't know if they just, I don't know what it is. I mean, I know they're a good running team, but didn't we know that coming in? They just you ran it down so. our throat, Ted. They ran it at will, and that was the difference of the game. The run defense was the difference of the game. You're gonna have a hard time winning football games. When you are giving up six, seven, and eight yards on first down, it, uh, it is hard to get off the field when it's second and two or second and one or second and three. And I'll tell you, when the Vikings did happen, when the Vikings defense managed to have a favorable down and distance situation, I, I think they generally came out on top. They, they didn't let Seattle get the first down, but that happened so rarely tonight. I mean, Chris Carson had 102 yards on 23 carries. Rashad Penny had 74 yards on 15 carries. They both had a rushing touchdown. I mean, Seattle averaged five yards a carry tonight. That's that's not going to cut it, man. It's it's not. It's not. They had what 90 yards at halftime, and it got worse. So what was the with the run defense? How could it get worse? If anything, we should have gave up less yards in the second half. I mean, Wilson, when you don't even have to make Russell Wilson pass, you have a hard time beating that team. But that's the – I don't know the run. I don't know what – you guys can let me know your thoughts on the run defense of why it's that bad. That was bad. That was really bad. Well, and it's, it's not usually fight. that bad. That's one of the strengths of the defense. But it was bad tonight. It's been bad. The Vikings defense has been bad for about eight weeks now. Right, but the run defense was still ranked only sixth in the entire league. They're not that bad. They and can they stop tonight, people. But got, tonight, they were, got gashed. They, they got last year, yeah, too. That's why I'm asking you, does, does Carroll know something with his offensive line against our D-line that just happens to kick our ass every time? Because I, Dave's I, right with his numbers, but they ran through us tonight like we were the worst run defense. I think the Vikings were... were we're worried a lot more uh, me, about Russell Wilson, uh, and, and we're willing to kind of give up yards on the ground as long as they could keep Russell Wilson from making a big play, which, cool, it worked. You lost. Yeah. That's kind of the same game plan we had in both games last year and this year. You know? Yeah, but it's, how it's, many turnovers did we have today? Mm, I don't Great. have those numbers. That's that's Cousins not like had the interception. Cook had that fumble, right? Cook had two fumbles. Well, he recovered tonight. one. But he, he recovered lost. one. They had so he had 
Cousins had that interception, which went off Diggsy's hands. Cook and had the fumble, and then Ham had that fumble. And had, right had the, the fumble the at the end. I don't think we've had a game where we had three turnovers yet, have we? That was our first. Was that our? I think it might have been our first one. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely compounds the problem. Now we had turno. We were on the positive side of turnovers too. Obviously, the early first half when uh, blocked Wilson pass, where Wilson then tipped it up and Harrison ran it in. But, and I think there was another one that Seattle had that we recovered. I know there was a second. Oh, one. yeah, yeah. But it, in the drops, there had to have been, I think, eight drops passes tonight. Felt like it. And Irv well, Smith the, Irv Smith dropped them. Dixie dropped like three tonight. Um, it was just drops all over the place. And it was just like, what is wrong with you? Is it that they travel to the West Coast and it's that two-hour time difference? Is it that West Coast jinx? I don't, I don't know what it is. Kirk Cousins is 0-4-whatever in Monday night. Mike Zimmer... Mike Zimmer is 0-4 playing the Seattle Seahawks in regular season or postseason. Period. And that is unexcusable. We're, he's in his <coughs> pardon me. His sixth season in. Right? His sixth season. You would figure with his good defenses and now with an offense that can actually score. We scored 30 points tonight, despite the turnovers that you'd be able to stop the team and pull out a win. But no. You, you know what, you know what, Dave? I'm, I'm fully convinced at this point, if the Vikings would have scored 53 tonight, the Seahawks would have got 55. We can't Probably. figure out how to We can't win these games. We can't win these games. I, I don't just, know why. <clears throat> there's too many long stretches of inconsistency. The Broncos' first half, there was long stretches in that Chiefs game. There was a big stretch at the beginning of that game in Lambeau Field and at Soldier Field. The Vikings are an inconsistent football team. I don't think you can play perfectly all four quarters. That's not what I'm asking. But I'm not asking. There's long stretches of these meltdowns that the Vikings do, and it hurts them. It hurts yeah. them. They went 17 to 10 to down 34 to 17 in a little over a quarter. Got 24 points in a quarter and two minutes. It was just into the fourth quarter, and it was 34-17. And, and that, you know, we said last week it, it was pretty cool that the Vikings came back and beat the Broncos after going down 20 to nothing. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't happen if they went on the road against a team like Seattle. And, and guess what? It didn't happen against a team like Seattle. I, I mean, you can't you, – you cannot play that – you cannot play sloppy football like that for that long and not answer when a team punches and expect to win a football game. You just can't. And it happened tonight. And, you know, the thing is. Ted, over the the last four years, over the last four years, I've seen the Seahawks play crappy games and win them. They win these kind of games. And they played again. They didn't play very well tonight. Get down with the game. My wife's all, Seattle's nothing special. But Wilson pulls these games out year after year after year. Russell Wilson in the last four years. I bet everyone. you. Damn near oh, everyone. At least oh, against the Vikings, yes. 
I've seen that guy down 10 points with 58 seconds, and somehow he ties it. They just have a knack for – that's the difference. The inconsistency I was just talking about, the Vikings let it hurt them so bad they lose games. The Seahawks have moments of where they lose the momentum, they play inconsistent, but they keep it within the realm of winning. Seahawks yeah. make mistakes, but Russell Wilson always comes back from them. I don't know what it is. It's very strange, dude. Or, you know, when when Russell Wilson commits a turnover or the, or the offense or they fumble a ball or whatever, their defense plays pretty good and, and prevents the thing from getting out of hand. And, you know, tonight the Vikings defense didn't do that. When, when, the, when the Vikings offense was struggling, the Vikings defense right. didn't pick them up. And, and when the Vikings offense finally started to get going – and started picking up the defense, the defense, you know, I mean, even even with over two minutes left, if they'd have made that stop, they'd have had the two-minute warning. And, and, and they could have driven down and tied it up. Yeah. And once again, ahead. And once again the, the, the running rush defense just got absolutely gashed. I mean, they couldn't make a stop. So I wrote on the post that even with trying to run the ball out, they're gashing us. All they're yeah. trying to do. All you're trying to do is run it into the line at that point, and they're getting eight yards. And I'm going. And you know, and the thing is, the Vikings do what the Seattle Seahawks were going to do, and they couldn't stop them. You know, we got that ball back with uh, three minutes, just over three minutes. We had that stop, and then they, then we got it back in that first pass, Dave. That first pass when he hit Rudy over the middle, and I was going, "All right, this is going to be different. We're this is different because this drive started." Didn't start out with a holding call or a loss of yards or <laughs> dropped pass. Didn't nobody drop their pass. His first play was like a 15-yard, 20-yard, beautiful play over the middle. I'm going, all right, now this is our time. And then, leak, leak, Drew. So, so they got my hopes up on that first pass to Rudy. I'm going, and I was. I was fired up going, this is our game now. And, yeah, I was too. Uh, admittedly, I thought, here we go. This is it. This is where Kirk Cousins takes that narrative and shoves it up everybody's rear end. But, yeah, that it didn't happen. Drew, play me the sad trombone one more time. Wink, 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 wink. I just want to advise you that even though Ecamm Live says we are going live to YouTube, we actually are not. Recording? Yes, we are recording. It just uh, it feels like tonight's game. You know, we started coming back in the fourth quarter because we went to the no huddle offense. What were we saying all freaking week that we need to intersperse that and break things up to get everybody off, you know, off their guard and off their timing? And we waited till the Fourth quarter when we were down. Seattle gave us plenty of chances, Dave, to win this game. And we've said that over and over. We said it about the Kansas City game. They gave us a bunch of chances to win the game. We just can't get that final hurdle. We're doing the hurdles. Yeah, we're running. We're doing all the hurdles. <laughs> we get the last one. We and then we go smack and face plant <laughs> into the track. Smack our nut bags and goes face first right into the ground and it's over. I, I don't. I sat there. I fully expected 
Oop, the wrong notes. I got heart and liver abuse. That's the wrong one. Should be uh, reading up on liver abuse. <laughs> yeah, I should. Drop passes, right? Injuries. We had fratricide on roads where he got hit in the ribs. We've got uh, the chest injury for Cook. We got an ankle tweak for Diggs. Um, Diggs and Rhodes came back, but they're obviously not 100%. Speaking of Rhodes, it was like Rhodes open all day. He had almost 100 yards. What? On four passes, he had 99 yards and a touchdown four, against him? Four for 99 yards and a touchdown at the end of the oh, third quarter. That is horrible. Um, Dan Bailey. You know, we've been so blessed this season not to bitch about the kicker. Not that it mattered. It didn't matter in the end. We still lost by seven. Um, (laughs) The fake punt. You can't tell me that our special teams coordinator didn't plan for that. That sure is what the fuck it looked like. Pardon my language. Like he Malouf. was oblivious. Malouf. You know what? Malouf Malouf is we don't need that punt return. Let it all burn. You know what's weird, Ted? And Dave was on the thread and the game thread at the first half. I told everybody rewind the the Vikings. You punt did because I call I called that play that the Vikings should have ran, and then Seattle ran it later. You just right. started laughing. Exactly. Yeah. It was like the second quarter, and I said. If you look at the punt the Vikings just had with Sandeo behind the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. if they'd have snapped that to him he w- and gone up, he would have gotten little... the first down easy. And, and I mentioned that, and then later on, the Seahawks did my play. And I wrote on there, see, that, they just, that it <laughs> makes it even worse. They just ran the play. I just called. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Yep. And then there was the DPIs that were called. But, hey, officiating is what it is. Seattle's like Green Bay. We don't get the calls. Uh, okay, you're mentioning injuries and you're mentioning penalties. I'm seeing a I'm seeing a little pattern here, Dave. Of, of well, that's not fight. just it. There's the turnovers. There's the uh, the fumbles. You know, there's uh, there's a ton of stuff that wasn't executed the way it should have been. Guys had two weeks off. Two. To be refreshed and be ready, and you make mental mistakes that lead to these on-field mistakes. It's obviously mental because it's not physical. You guys can you can catch passes. You can make extra points. You cannot fumble, right? Now, the injuries, obviously, these, those happen. But it's... Whether it's the traveling to the West Coast, and there's, there is ample evidence that West Coast oh. has the advantage, but it's you should have prepared and been ready for that. Sorry. You're better than they are. You played better most of the game than they are. But you turn around and give it away with lapses in performance. And that's unexcusable. Now, the Vikings will still make the playoffs. They'll be the number six seed. We won't win the division. Ted, what are you, Ted, Ted, I need some Glover talk here. I'm getting really down about this whole thing. I'm getting down about this. I need some lift me Ted, up. Get, Ted, give me a little recap of what you thought about 
Uh, overall, I mean, what if there was a turning point you thought it was, or it was just a combination of a bunch of weird shit? And then let me know how you feel about maybe the state of where the team's at right now at eight and four going forward. Where do we do from this point? You know, I thought um, I thought that interception was was the was the key moment. Um, and I, you know, and I don't think that was I don't think that was a bad throw by Cousins. It looked like Diggs had a had his hands on it, just bounced off of it, and you know, it's just a great play by Trey Flower. Um, you know, it, it's eight and four. I, it, you know, people were saying, well, you know, okay, so Dallas or Philadelphia is could very well win that win the East with an eight and eight record, and that's a bunch of crap. Well, winning winning your division still means something in the NFL. Oh yeah, it does. And, it means and, a home field game, and. and and the Vikings more than likely are not going to win their division. No, they're going to finish gonna, the wild card, and they're going to have to go on the road. They're going to be a six seed because now they 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 don't win the Seattle, who is the five seed. Well, actually, I guess um, San Francisco is now the five seed. Um, so they don't own the tiebreaker. Their the their only hope to get a home playoff game is is to overtake Green Bay and Green ah. Bay. Is Really and the only way they can do that is to win out and then Green Bay lose team from Wisconsin at least two has, games. They have the Bears at home. That's not They have the Redskins at home. And then they go on the road to play us and the Lions. Okay, they're not losing to the Lions or the Redskins. They have to lose two more games for us to pass them, Ted. That's not going to happen. So, you know, my, my whole point in this is the Vikings are going to be the sixth seed. And that means they're going to have to win three games on the road mm-hmm. in the playoffs. At hostile environments like New Orleans or Seattle or San Francisco or, you know, the NFC East would be the blessing or even up at Green Bay. They're going to have to win three games on the road in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. Sorry about that. Four teams since they've gone to this format have done that. Four. Four. And this format's been around for since 1990. 20, yeah. 29 years. years? 30 years, whatever. Four teams in 30 years? Something like that, yeah. Have, have gone, have done what? Have won since, three games? Since, since they've gone to this, this current format with six playoff teams, four teams, uh, they've, they've had multiple wildcard teams win the playoffs, but only four wildcard teams uh, have gone on the road and won three games in the playoffs and then gone on to win the Super Bowl. Well, how last I, how I freaking Luya. <laughs> so, I mean, and then when you see how this. <laughs> Which means there's a chance. Up, when you see how this team plays on the road, I mean, do you, do you, do you think no. that this iteration of the Vikings can win three playoff games against teams as good as or better than the Seattle Seahawks three weeks in a row and then go play and win a Super Bowl? Is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? No. So, so here's the deal. I mean, my spicy hot take was uh, if the Vikings won this game, they were going to win the division. If they lost, they were going to be a six seed and probably be a one and done. I'm sticking by that hot, hot spicy take. I can't disagree with you, Ted. Wow, well, my spicy hot take was that Harris would get a pick six on a batted ball. So I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's 
I can't really find any argument in all the words you just said. It's, you know, it's going to be a lot tougher. And I actually wrote a post today about this is why I think this game's the biggest game since the Philly game. This is the biggest Viking game we've had in a couple of years because there's so much on the line if we lose it. And we uh, did. And they lost. And, and now, the next help. three out of four are at home. Which I mean, helps. So what? I mean, uh, yeah, that's, you know, and the, the only one on the road is now a Sunday afternoon game against the Chargers. And the Chargers are probably the only team worse than us at losing, finding ways to lose. Chargers did something we couldn't. They beat the team from Wisconsin. Oh, which they it. did, but yeah. Yeah. No just, I don't, I don't. They dug themselves a big hole, and now they got to trudge through it. And uh, I don't know uh, really, really what to say because there's, you know, the defense is just, man, the defense is, I can't count on them anymore. I used to. I used to enjoy watching the defense come out, you guys, because when the other team would even get one first down, I'd be surprised. Now yeah. I'm hanging on by a thread watching these guys. Well, it's you know, completely different. They're just getting worked. Like I said, they've aged before our eyes. Harrison Smith is over 30 now. Everson Griffin's over 30 now. Harrison Smith looked old tonight. Mm-hmm. He just did. He was. Just, he had. He had one good pass breakup, but he was a. He was a step late. On, on just about every play that I noticed him in. Yeah, uh, and Rhodes know, is nearing he, 30. Where he where he used to hit guys within two or three yards of the line of scrimmage, he's not getting there until four or five yards of the line from the line of scrimmage, and he's not always making the tackle like he always used to do. I mean, look, I, I kind of thought this was a thing. This, this defense has been together. Six years now. Five, six years now. I mean, and it, and it kind of reminds me of the latter days of the Purple People Leaders. They were great defense for a long time, but they're starting to get old. I, they're not as old as those guys were. I mean, God Almighty. I mean, Eller and Marshall were 38 and 39, I think, and still playing. But but they're not they're not going to be around much longer. I, I mean, you know, this is this is no, no, Ted, this is, we got, Ted, we got a month to go. They can't run out of gas now. No, no, they can't run out of gas. But like, this is it in terms of if if they're going to make a run, it's this year, guys. They've got. I mean, I really discover how to mask their age. Yeah. They're well, that and they've got a lot of contracts they have to address too. If if not this year, it's going to be a while. So the defense has fallen from fifth all the way down to like the twenty now in the last four weeks. Uh, I don't know what points we're giving up. Is that, that points that, per game? Uh, yeah, I mean, no, overall. I mean, our ranking was right around the Giants game. We were like third or fourth or something. And then it slowly tailed off. And now we're giving up 30, you know, 34 points. Again oh, we gave up 30 uh, what? 34 or 37? And without, I mean, I, I know we didn't have Thielen, but he needs to get, we need that guy back in there, man. Yeah. And you know what's hey, been on? Treadwell. <laughs> Caught a touchdown. Then, you know what's been unfortunate about it, guys, is the last six weeks. I mean, I know Cousins didn't play well tonight, but he has been playing well, and and it's just all the games that Thielen has missed. Oh, so timeout, like, timeout, timeout. If what? You know how hard I am on Cousins, right? Been that way all freaking season. 
Do you hear me harping about him tonight? No. Yes? No, <laughs> I haven't. Right? I think Cousins had a decent game. <laughs> no, I thought he had a decent game. Yes. The point is that he's starting to turn it around, and it would have been nice if Thielen would have been involved in this because we could really be clicking right now. now oh, I agree with that 100%, but it would have been nice if receivers would have caught the ball. Yeah. I Cousin made, Cousins made the throws. Cousins still played well enough tonight. I mean, the last drive, there was a couple plays that, you know, he made some overthrows tonight. But I think overall he played well enough to win again. I don't yeah, but the one that digs. That would have been a touchdown, right? That he overthrew Diggs. It well, also overthrew a guy too, right? Uh, but uh, but to me, it didn't look like he overthrew him. It looked like Diggs backed off. But that may be it. May have been an overthrow. We we but still we play better run defense tonight. We win this game thirty to seventeen. Yeah, so the run defense caused that was hundred percent the reason we lost this game. Uh, I, well, I, the run I, defense I, and the pass defense. That is exactly right. When you're in second and two, you're not getting off the field. Seattle, yeah, Seattle was right. second, second and short all. Well, I agree, but it's also the pass defense when Rhodes gets burned for long ones, you know, and it's just like our our defense didn't used to do that. Wilson on second and two. Come on, Kev. That guy. That guy's. That guy. The whole playbook. So he's gonna. He's gonna throw a fade screen. He's gonna throw a bubble screen. He's gonna run it. He's gonna do the run pass, take it around the edge. The books. Oh, you can't stop second and two against Russell Wilson. Dude. You can't. It's hard. It's hard. They did a couple yeah. times, but yes, it's hard. We had one drive, I think, in the second quarter where we stuffed them at the line, made it second and ten, and then they, they ran it again, and they got two yards, and it was third and eight, and then we had a good pass rush, and it was a completely overthrown pass by Wilson. Three and out. Boom. Three and out. And I wrote on the thread, well, there we go. How about we stop the run, and maybe it needs to look a little better. Yeah. But it was, it was run it for three yards, and then run it for 13 yards, and it's like, they ran that a 71-yard drive and scored a touchdown in the third quarter where they threw one four-yard pass. I mean, you know, the, the Vikings give up multiple 10 or 12 or 14 play drives a week. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's not championship defense. It just well, there was one that was third and three that got me, right? It was third and three. And well, Seattle ran one? the ball. And how much yards did they get? Four. Three and a half. And they got the first down. You know and what, gentlemen? Just, we talk about bend but don't break. Bend but don't break. Bend but they broke. They broke today. They broke. You didn't, you know, I'm all for going down, let them kick field goals all night. But it wasn't turning into that way. So, like I said, you talk about having a bend but don't break defense. It's just a nice way of saying you don't have a good defense at all. Yeah. Because eventually it breaks. And it looks like this. I'm looking at our receiving numbers. Who's the leading receiver on the Vikings tonight? Treadwell, I think, wasn't it? Laquan Treadwell with one catch, 58 yards. Who's the second? Did Laquan Treadwell know what to do when he caught that thing? I was just yes, thinking. he did. <laughs> he caught it, eyes lit up, he turned around, and he ran to the end zone. The Vikings are now 0-2 when Laquan, when Laquan Treadwell catches Gets a touchdown, touchdown pass. Who was the second I'm leading sorry, receiver? No, they're 0-1-1. Our second leading receiver was Alexander Madison with four catches for 51 yards. 
Your backup running back is your second leading receiver. <clears throat> you know, Cook was hurt, though, too. He went out. Yeah, Cook, went out. he had to, what looks like a peck injury. Um, third was Kyle Rudolph. That touchdown catch by Kyle Rudolph was spectacular. Way to go, old man. Hey, but, but you know what? We, we already hit on it in the show. Seattle bounces back from all this shit. Seattle had that horrible pick six, batted in the air, but Wilson goes to the sideline, they regroup, they drive the ball. Well, they, they regrouped the in the third quarter. Horrible floor. coverage, give up a treadwell touchdown. They regroup, they get it back together. The Vikings let that shit destroy them when they have plays like that against them. Destroy yeah. them. They do. Yeah, they just the wall on it. They don't have hey, tough. like we said in a previous show where Courtney Cronin was talking about the psychiatrists and the psychologists, they need to be fired because they're not doing their job. Same with kicking coach when the kicker freaking mixes an extra point. Losing is a disease. That's right. I am so in a bad mood tonight. Sorry, folks. Losing does that to me, especially when it's. So does running out of beer, probably. So, oh, yeah, without a doubt, Drew, without a drought. But I don't have to worry about that. I got plenty in the fridge. Shocker. <laughs> but it's just, it gets frustrating. No, With that, uh, frustrating. Drew, have you got any final words for the show? For our fans? Uh, all two of them? I will bounce back. We will have a. Well, I'm not going to get all into that. Whatever. Meow, meow, Viking cow. <laughs> Ten. Forward to the next, I want to get to the next game. Going to make it five from. The you know what? Even though they want, I'm still going to say it. Suck it, Pete Carroll. I hate you. <laughs> if, if, if I had a rusty potato peeler, I'd shove it right in your eye and then chew gum and put it on your forehead. I don't like you, man. There, I said it. Whatever. Ted, are we going to be the fifth team to go from the sixth seed? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Any last words, brother? I like how Dave always said, it's possible. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> That's true, I guess. Mila Kunis. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings are going to go to the Super Bowl as a sixth seed. Yeah. It's about the same chance as I have of showering with Mila Kunis. <laughs> I guess anything's possible. Ted, you're eat steak. He's yawning. He's all tired eyed from watching the Vikings blow a game. He's all tired eyed out, man. He's on the East Coast. Yeah. Oh, 1230 here, man. I still got to write a stock market report, too. Do you catch on the flip-flop? Oh, speaking <laughs> of stock market report, any blue chippers? I'd give uh, Treadwell <laughs> for being in the right place at the right time. Is there any blue chippers? I, I had Anthony Harris. I thought he had a pretty good game. I had I had until he fumbled right at the end. You know who made some big catches tonight was Rudy. He caught that sideline ball that was like. Yeah, oh. that's true. I, I should probably put him up there. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy had four for sixty yards. But each oh, one in the was really a good catch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he was only him. overthrown once. So yeah, that's it. I'm guessing Rhodes isn't a blue. Hey, chipper. but like I said, he's junk bond. I'm not harping on Kirk Cousins this game. I think Kirk played fine. Well, Rest. miracles never cease. <laughs> you got to quit being so hard on Zimmer, too. 
Go out, no. <laughs> oh boy. No, don't get me started on that. Ted, right, last words. Later. <laughs> How's any better? <laughs> hey, everybody, school. There's always next week. Lose no Susan Sarandon. This whole night's just a shit can. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you Monday online at the Daily Norseman and the Climbing the Pocket Network. Glad to have you. Go, everybody. Have a great week.